With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Football Social Daily, the Premier League podcast. Howdy, I'm Jim Salverson, and this is Football Social Daily, your daily Premier League podcast. This weekend, the drama that seems to always surround Tottenham Hotspur only intensified, with the team's manager, Antonio Conte, going on an extraordinary and venomous rant that swiped at the club, the players, the board and the fans at the end of their 3-3 draw with the Premier League's bottom club, Southampton. Right now, Tottenham may be in the Champions League spots, but it certainly feels like a crisis situation and it is Football Social Daily's understanding that Antonio Conte could be relieved of his duties by the end of today. To get the latest and to talk about the current situation at Spurs on this special podcast, I'm joined by Ricky Sachs, the main man at the Last Word on Spurs podcast, who is going to have the first word on the future of Antonio Conte at Spurs. How you doing, Ricky? I'm good, Gene. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, Tar. Firstly, Conte's future has been questioned for a while now, but I guess it's the public rant at the weekend where he hit out at the players, the board... Pretty much everyone at the club that's really drawn attention to the matter. It seems to be the straw that's added extra strain to the camel's back, if nothing else. We'll start off with your thoughts on the comments that he made at the weekend. Were they in any way justified? In part, 100% yes. I think Conte is the first real manager at Tottenham to take the board to task. I know many will feel that the comments made were... Obviously, 90% towards the players. Mm. But he also was very much alluding to the culture of the football club, which has been set by the ownership that have been there now for 20 years plus. And also, he has now seen off a second win-now manager in the space of three to four years. So, in my opinion, they haven't given the tools in order to be successful at the football club. And I think that's the real, real shame. 100% content should take some responsibility. He's paid 15 million a year. But at the same time... I think we've seen during his tenure at the football club that he hasn't necessarily always been given his number one target. And the fact of the matter is, when you're employing a manager of his calibre and Jose Mourinho, you really have to give him the players they want if you are to be successful. And Spurs, in my opinion, haven't done that enough. 
We'll come back to that thought of who's culpable for the situation at Spurs in a little bit. But at the moment, as we talk, the sacking or departure of Antonio Conte, it feels imminent. It's not happened yet. So I want to cover both bases just in case it happens between us recording and whoever's listening out there listening with both scenarios. Firstly, if this isn't the end, if he survives this storm, what does that mean? Is it just a sticking plaster and you expect him to continue beyond the end of the season? Or is is that is it? Is it just he survives till the summer and then there's a managerial change, whatever happens? I can tell you categorically, Jim. Uh, this is obviously, again, so that it might be outdated by the time the show may come out. He won't survive this. The situation's okay. done. The players are done. Everybody's done. I think the board are done as well. I think the situation is irretrievable, if I'm being honest with you. And Spurs are in a situation now where they need to move fast and they need to move decisive. And unfortunately, had Conte had any way in which there was a road back, it would have happened because Daniel Levy most certainly did not want to sack Antonio Conte. I think they've been fairly sensitive to his personal situation in what obviously Mm. has led to him having to undergo an operation, lose three close friends. But it's at a point now where he has lost the dressing room and the situation is completely irretrievable. And I expect Antonio to be relieved of his duties, if not today, then later on this week, which is a real, real shame. I think there was a consensus that everybody would try and get on towards the end of the season and then reevaluate matters then, which would have probably seen Antonio leave the club. But given the circumstances of that post-match press conference that mm. Saturday, there unfortunately is no way back for Antonio. I mean, it's not a great time to appoint a new manager, is it? Ten games or so to the end of the season. It tends to be crisis clubs that make that change, even though I think Spurs could be a crisis club, not for the same reasons that, say, Crystal Palace are making a change at the moment. So ten games to go to the end of the season. Do you think Tottenham will be looking to bring in their number one target at this point, which we assume is Mauricio Pochettino, or do you think it's a case of someone like Ryan Mason stepping in and caretaking between now and the end of the season and then using the summer as a bit of a reset? Yeah, only from what I'm hearing, I know Maurizio still loves the football club. Many, many friends love. Uh, many, many friends have, been, have reached out to him to ask him to come back. Many, many players have also reached out to Maurizio and asked him to come back to the club. Uh, my understanding of it personally is that we'll evaluate the situation in the summer. I think right now he'll have a number of offers potentially on the table that around Madrid may raise their head again. Mm. So I think Maurizio will evaluate things in the summer. He absolutely loves the football club. He loves the supporters. He had a genuine bond with fans. I think, if I'm being honest with you, in my opinion, he's the only manager that I think now Enoch, Tottenham's owners, could turn to that would appease a majority of fans. And that's not every single fan, because not every single fan wants Maurizio back. But I think he's the only appointment that would appease a higher percentage of fans. But Tottenham don't do logical things. And that's what leads me to believe that I'm not sure they will appoint Maurizio. It may go to someone like the Zerbi, or I think we've seen next to Oliver Glasner. They may look to go towards a project once again. Mm. But I think what Spurs need to do is move decisively and move fast. But to answer your question, which I'm going around the, going around the bush here on, I think they'll probably appoint Ryan Mason on a temporary basis until the end of the season and then reevaluate things in the summer. Is Maurizio Pochettino the slam dunk as you describe it? Because... There's a, as a rule in football, never go back, never return to where you've been before and had success. And although it felt like he was on the cusp of something when he left, at the end of the day, that was the end of a project for Pochettino. He was developing something. 
And I think there's an expectation that he'd go back into Spurs, he'd pick up where he left off. But it's not the same football club he left. The players are different, the structure is different. And it could be a long path before Spurs again, and it's been a long path over the last 20, 30 years anyway, a long path until they get to taste any success, even with the right man in the job. Yeah, look, I massively agree. I think, I think again, the way, the way Spurs will look at it for them is that arguably they've had two win-now managers and they were closer under Maurizio to winning anything than either of yeah. Antonio Conte and Jose Mourinho. Now, I know Jose got sacked six days before a cup final, but you can't get away from the fact that Spurs, definitely 100% in the tenureship of Maurizio Pochettino, were in contention for title. They got to a Champions League final. They got to FA Cup semi-finals, a League Cup final under him. And arguably Spurs fans have felt more confident under Maurizio and the brand of football that was being played. So for me, he's the only way forward for the football club. There is no alternative. But again, Spurs being Spurs, I don't expect them to make a logical appointment because they never seem to do so. And even yeah. Maurizio, to be honest with you, they stumbled on his appointment. You know, Daniel Levy at the time was highly criticised for the appointment of Maurizio Pochettino, but he made it. And it was right. And ultimately, he still got rid of him. So that's, you know, that tells you a lot about Tottenham as a football club. A lot about them indeed. What are the expectations for you as a Tottenham fan then, Ricky? Because the narrative around Spurs at the moment, you'd expect to see them battling in the bottom half, maybe in the relegation zone with the negativity around the club at the moment. Then you look at the table and you go, somehow, and I've no idea how it's happened, (laughs) they're in those Champions League spots. They're competing for a place at Europe's top table. So... As a fan base, what are your expectations? Because I'd say Spurs are probably about where you'd expect them to be in terms of their position in the table, if not in terms of the way they're performing on the pitch. Yeah, the position in the table isn't necessarily a problem. It's the way in which the season has panned out and the brand of football that's been presented. I think the way we ended our season and the brand of football Tottenham were playing, it was an exciting, explosive front foot brand of football counter-attacking at times. And we expect them on the back of a Conte pre-season where, let's be honest, we saw it in the summer. He was running those players ragged, quite essentially, you know, in South yeah. Korea. We were all expecting a progressive brand of football following on from what was a decent end to last season. And bear in mind the club spent well over, what, £150 million on players, which it now turns out all wasn't his own signings. Yeah. The club simply hadn't kicked on. Spurs have exited two competitions, one to Sheffield United um, in the... FA Cup and then you look at the in a domestic cup for over 25 years and Spurs this season went out of both of them and linked out of the Champions League to an AC Milan side with no disrespect that well nowhere near the heritage or glamorous AC Milan sides that we've seen in the past 5-10 years and it feels like a massive missed opportunity and then you add on top of that this almost talking down to the fans almost having to accept that Spurs are nowhere near where they should be I think fans just want to feel that they've got their identity back, they feel valued, there's a direction at the football club, and all of those things, all of those things that I'm telling you is what's currently missing yeah. right now, and it's why everybody at the club feel that, feels there needs to be a change. I'm not sure everyone feels there needs to be a change of Conte, maybe people feel there needs to be a change of ownership, but ultimately something has to change. You can't change 25 players that can threw the majority of them under the bus on Saturday night in that press conference and he took the ball down with him and quite frankly in that press conference anyone aims to get a good takedown he came out swinging and took everybody down that he could so ultimately the only way forward right now is to appoint a new manager my understanding is that dressing room is absolutely toxic the feeling from the players is that 
Antonio will not be there. And ultimately, Spurs need to find a way they can battle through to the end of the season. Champions League or no Champions League come the end of it. Ricky, cheers for your time. Really nice to talk to you. And I think we should both congratulate ourselves on talking for 10 minutes about Tottenham Hotspurs without talking about the future of Harry Kane. We should both be proud of that matter. But cheers for your time. Absolutely, Jim. No problem at all. Pleasure as always. Thanks so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You can hear more from Ricky and the Last Word on Spurs team on their podcast, which you can find by searching Last Word on Spurs wherever you find your podcasts, or you can hunt it down on the Sports Social Podcast Network by visiting sport-social.co.uk. If you've not subscribed to Football Social Daily yet, make sure you do so now. Give us a follow because we'll keep you up to date with the very latest goings-on and departures at White Hart Lane and everything else going on in the English Premier League as well. Plus, on tomorrow's show... We're going to be travelling across London to be joined by Chelsea legend Jeremy in the latest of our Football Social Daily interviews series. Make sure you check it out. Fascinating chat. You can join Niall and the boys for that tomorrow and I'll see you next time. Football Social Daily. Subscribe or follow